Now it's time for Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup. Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location now open. Every Wednesday morning, bring you the Council Roundup from the Council meeting the night before. They had an uh, hour and a half meeting last night, and two major things surfaced. One being a conversation about uh, the firefighter cuts uh, and also uh, the appointment of the vacant ward seat vacated by Senator Doris Turner. But also last night I noticed that people were back in the council chambers. Alderman Redpath. Here. Alderman Gregory. Here. Alderman Fulgenzi. Here. Alderman Proctor. Here. Alderwoman DeCenso. Present. Alderman McMenamin. Here. Alderwoman Connolly. Present. Alderman Donnellan. Here. Alderman Hanauer. Here. Mayor Langfelder. Here. Mr. Mayor, the quorum is present. Thank you. I mean, I didn't, uh, I didn't hear any Zoom calls there. That's, uh, that's a first for quite some time, I think. They actually have uh, all the uh, uh, attending aldermen there uh, in person. All right. Uh, moving on, the uh, first uh, item of business after passing the uh, uh, consent agenda, which is all the measures they approved in the uh, previous uh, Committee of the Whole uh, with no controversy. They passed all of those lumped together. Uh, so they went ahead and passed that. Then there was an emergency ordinance to fill the vacant ward seat, uh, and Mayor Jim Langfelder nominated Roy Williams Jr. Well, there were some problems that were brought up. Uh, this kind of caught me by surprise. I don't know if it caught you by surprise, but here's Alderman Hanauer leading the charge. I'm uh, concerned with the fact that we, um, in the past, we've had had uh, people that have come on board um, that have said they were not not going to run for the office at the next election. I think if you go back even into Mayor Houston days, and, and actually as far back maybe it was to uh, Mayor Edwards right after Mayor Davlin, um, that it kind of started that way. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't know why all of a sudden it changed. So I, I just wanted to tell you I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in the fact that we're we're going away from that because what you're asking us to do is, is give someone a big leg up on, on the election. And uh, I guess that's kind of the big elephant in the room. And uh, so I just thought I'd, I'd bring it out. And uh, I think there's a lot of us that, that are concerned about that. So the main concern here is uh, the question of whether Roy Williams Jr. intends to run in two years. Uh, and again, I, I wasn't necessarily thinking of that when I talked to Roy Williams Jr. Uh, yesterday because it's two years from now. Uh, it'd be a different question if it was uh, four months or six months out or maybe even a year out. But it's two years before the 2022 election. Uh, and uh, ultimately, that was a question that even Mayor Jim Langfelder didn't think about either. But I didn't ask him or any of the candidates uh, that question and continued on to talk about why he picked Roy Williams jr. But the other one with regards to my recent recollection is with Ward six. And the reason that came into being um, is because there was a special election. You know, when you have a special election, you're appointing someone for a short period of time and they're not really establishing a record. And what they would go off of is city council and the mayor approved me. But in this case, there's two years. Uh, individual would 
set their own record. For myself, I always looked at the individual, the individuals that they serve and who best to bring forward to serve that area. And that's why I selected Roy Williams. Uh, he's the individual that would represent that for a number of reasons, but uh, he can stand up here and answer the question if you want to ask him that question if he's going to run again. And he does come up and answer some questions, but here is more from Alderman Hanauer. It just seems like that's been the, the way it's gone for quite a few years and quite a few times that this has happened. And, um, you know, all of a sudden there's a change. So Corporation Counsel Jim Zirkel uh, saying nothing in city ordinance says that uh, somebody has to declare they're not running again if they're appointed to a seat. There's nothing in the statute, either ordinance or in statute, that addresses uh, any person who is appointed, you know, uh, to fill out a term in relation to them uh, being a can, you know, candidate subsequently. It, 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 the uh, rules are silent on that. We hear uh, now from uh, the, the nominee, Roy Williams Jr., addressing the Springfield City Council last night. So when this all became you know, urgent with uh, my alderman applying to become a senator, uh, the discussion became in the war, well, who would take her place? We had to wait for the direction of what the process was going to be. So all I've done is follow the process. But to answer your direct question, uh, my intention is to, to learn and to find out how it's going to go. We're talking two years. So I'm thinking it'll be about a year before I even begin to think about re-election. I want to spend this time pretty much dealing with the violence and cleaning up war war three and doing things like that and then eventually figuring out my way if i'm going to decide if i'm going to run for my own term show uh not a definitive yes or no more of a uh there's a lot of work to do and i'm focused on the work again there's two years there more from the nominee last night i wasn't asked that so we didn't address that so right now i don't know if i'm going to run again or not i'm just going to do the job for right now Alderman Joe McMiniman chiming in here about uh, the nomination and some of the opposition to the nomination. I can understand the rationale for not trying to give someone an advantage. In your case, you're going to be there for two years. Yes. You can get a good record or a bad record in yes. two years. You could, um, and, you know, I, I see how you had a kidney transplant. Yes. Who knows what's going to happen in two years with something like that. So yes. I admire you for coming forward okay. and willing to serve. But there are others that uh, that oppose the uh, appointment because of uh, the lack of clarity on whether or not the candidate would be announcing that they are not going to seek the office when it uh, comes up for election in two years. We'll get to that coming up here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. It is the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Let's go ahead and uh, get back into it. Last night's uh, Roy Williams Jr.'s nomination to fill the vacant ward seat in Springfield City Council was up for consideration. Uh, and Alderman Hanauer raised the first uh, objection, saying that uh, he wanted somebody to uh, say whether or not they were going to run for the seat in two years. Uh, Alderman DeCenso having the same uh, concerns here from last night's Springfield City Council meeting. Uh, my problem is I think the mayor put you in a horrible position. And I was one that was not allowed to be appointed because then four, four months, is that gives you a leg up over two years. I think the quote at the time was, it is not our job to pick winners and losers. And I agree with that. It's not our job to pick winners and losers. And if you stand here tonight and say, I'm not going to run again in two years, then you have my vote. 
but I feel terrible for the fact that you've been put in this position and that you weren't asked that question. Because people before you that were appointed were always asked that question. Are you going to run again? And I asked you that question myself, and you said the same thing. I have, I have no idea what's going to happen in two years. More from Alderwoman DeCinso. Whatever happens tonight, I have nothing but respect for you. Okay. I've worked with you. I've known you for a long time. Yes. But I don't like the process. And the mayor uh, chiming in on the process a bit last night. I brought... Roy Williams Ford because Ward 3 needs him, plain and simple. He's the president of the Faith Coalition for the Common Good. He's worked hard. He's a neighborhood of uh, um, oh, Ernie Bankhead. Bankhead neighborhood. You know, he works with Alice Rainey, and we know how hard that can be. <laughs> so really, uh, she keeps everybody on their toes, but realistically, his heart's in the right place. Um, that's why I brought him forward, and I think it'd be a disservice, a disservice if we don't move forward with the best person possible to represent Ward 3 at this time. More? We're seeing the gun violence. We're seeing everything else that goes with it. And so that's why it's important to pick the best person that we can at this point in time. You know, that was one thing that uh, Roy Williams Jr. Uh, said that he's focused on, is addressing the violence, addressing the, uh, the, the appearance of the ward, uh, and so on. And again, this is for uh, filling a vacancy that's going to be there for two years. And some aldermen raising concerns about whether or not uh, Roy Williams Jr. is going to uh, be definitive one way or the other. Is he going to run for alderman, or is he going to just, uh, uh, as somebody characterized it, keep the seat warm? Uh, Alderman Sean Gregory getting pretty impassioned about all of this. So, you know, this this whole situation gives me the, the, the heebie-jeebies that takes me back to my election. A bunch of freaking hurdles, uh, excuse after excuse of why we can't go forward and do the right thing for, for, for the community. If, if we think as a council that it's a good idea to sit and let this seat stay open for another two weeks when we have a qualified man standing before us willing to, to do the duty that is not easy, then we are doing our citizens a disservice, period. Whatever, whatever problem that we got with Mayor Lanefetter and all that, handle that elsewhere. But when we playing with the citizens on the east side, it's wrong. And, and however this vote goes down tonight, if this man ain't sitting up here tonight, I don't want to hear about how much you care about the east side. Because that's wrong. And what's going on here tonight is wrong, period. So uh, definitely some passion there. Um, we heard uh, others stand up uh, last night at the city council meeting and address this issue, uh, especially those from the uh, from the ward. But uh, here is uh, Roy from last night uh, addressing the council on some of these issues. Um, I'm going to practice what I practice with the other organizations. You know, Faith Coalition has a variety of religions, a variety of unions, and a very diverse, the most diverse group in Diverse, diverse organization in Springfield. And, and we get it done. We're united and we get done. We focus on the common good, the things that we can get done. So I'm gonna bring that skill to this council. Uh, it doesn't matter to me, male, female, Republican, Democrat, we're gonna address the issues and address the problems. So I'm gonna give you my full 101% support in taking care of the citizens of Ward 3. And I know at times I'm gonna to have to look at the bigger picture and take care of Springfield, Illinois, even at times when it ain't good for Ward 3. I'm a true believer that there's no permanent friends, no permanent enemies. It's just work, and we just do the work. So there's gonna be times when I won't be with you on your issue, and there's gonna be times when I am with you on your issue. 
but I'm going to be upfront with you about it, and I'm going to be 100 percent about doing what's best for Springfield, Illinois. All right, so coming back, uh, we'll hear from one of the community members that addressed the council last night. There were several that addressed, but we just don't have time to get to all of the arguments. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll hear from Teresa Haley coming up, uh, and then also we'll hear the vote uh, and how it panned out. Did Roy Williams Jr. Uh, secure that seat? Plus, still to come with the council roundup, we will hear a bit of back and forth between some aldermen and the fire chief about cuts to the uh, fire department's budget. It's right here with the Council Roundup on WMAY, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. So last night, uh, of course, there was a vacancy at the Springfield City Council meeting to be filled, uh, and they brought it up. Roy Williams Jr., uh, nominated by the mayor, uh, mayor saying that uh, he's the right guy for the job, uh, but some aldermen raising concerns about uh, Roy Williams Jr. not uh, proclaiming that he's going to not seek the seat in two years, uh, and that had some uh, voicing opposition to it. Uh, but you had some residents of the city uh, address the council, and uh, I'm giving an, I'm getting indication that uh, they weren't all from Ward 3, uh, some were from Ward 2, some were from Ward 5. Uh, but one uh, person from the community uh, from Springfield that addressed the city council was uh, Teresa Haley. And here's what she had to say last night. Springfield has a lot of issues with racism, and we see it clearly today. We have a lot of issues with violence. Roy is the president of Faith Coalition, not because he's a black man, but because he's the best man for the position. Roy has also been selected by the mayor to serve as alderman, not because he's a black man, because he's the best person for the position. He's humbled, he's committed, he's a Christian, he cares about his community, he doesn't only walk the walk, but he talks the talk. He does what needs to be done to bring the issues. He does not bite his tongue, and that's what we need on the east side. Black men who are struggling with unemployment, with crime, with drug addiction, they need a role model. And Roy serves as that role model, not only to little boys and little girls, but to grown black men who don't have jobs. When we're talking about violence on the east side, and that's where I live, we drive up and down our streets every day and everyone else says, oh my God, what's happening over there on the east side? What are you guys gonna do? But if we have someone who's willing to stand up and speak up, for the entire Springfield and especially the Eastside community, I'm asking you, members of city council, if you have not walked a mile in our shoes as black people, lived in our community, experienced and heard the gunshots, saw the fly dumping and everything else that Ward 2 Alderman has talked about in the last few weeks, I'm asking you to reconsider, put your politics aside and think about the people. Because the people on the east side want Roy Williams Jr. to be our alderman award three. Thank you. So, again, that was uh, Teresa Haley, a uh, prominent member of the community, uh, addressing Alderman last night, supporting uh, Roy Williams Jr. Uh, so, uh, ultimately, what happened here was they heard from several others in the community. Uh, some said that they felt that there was politics involved in all of this. Uh, Alderman Hanauer, pointed by uh, at least one speaker, uh, he said that he felt he had to address that particular issue. First of all, if I'm not doing anything for political reasons. I don't... I don't I don't know a whole lot of the people that, that applied, and this isn't against Mr. Williams. I think that, um, no offense, but I, w I think that it would have been good for you to talk to some of the aldermen on, on 
on what we we look want to see too. Um, I, I think right away, that was one of the things I said. I wanted someone that, that wasn't going to run for office. And I, I and talking to a lot of people on the council, that's what they wanted. And what happens now? Uh, well, the mayor laying out again one more time why he thinks Roy Williams Jr. needs to have the job. According to city code, the mayor makes the appointment uh, through the process and the council confirms it. So this is your time to confirm. I think we're doing a, if, if this doesn't happen tonight, it's a disservice because any of your wards would want representation. And the reason the mayor is the one that selects it is because the mayor's elected as a whole of the city. Not in Ward 10, not in Ward 9, or all the others. The whole of the city. So what happens in Ward 10 happens to me. What happens in Ward 9 happens to me. Ward 1, 2, all of them happen to me. That's why it's written in city code that way. And continuing on with more from last night. And I think it's a disservice. I think it always is. You want the best person. You don't want a person just to fill a spot, just to keep a seat warm. You want a person that's going to do the work. So now it's time for the vote. Uh, and here's how the vote panned out to uh, fill the vacancy uh, of Senator Doris Turner's seats with Roy Williams Jr. Alderman Gregory. Aye. Oh, just one. I'm sorry. Alderman Redpath. No. Aye. Yep. Alderman Fulgenzi. Aye. Alderman Proctor. No. Alderman DeCenso. No. Alderman McMiniman. Yes. Alderman Connolly. No. Alderman Donnellan. No. Alderman Hanauer. No. Six no's and three yeses, Mayor. Well. Well, there you go. That's the vote from last night. Uh, so uh, it did not pass. And, you know, I, again, the Springfield City Council is not a partisan organization. They don't run on, uh, you know, their their politics, whether it's Republican, Democrat or independent. So uh, not uh, not trying to to use that as a. Uh, a classification here, but I mean, you can kind of, you know, look at some of the, the statements that are made in previous discussions on issues and kind of get an idea of where they stand politically. And I think that the vote was really uh, politically mixed. Uh, you had people uh, who may be conservative voting against him. You have people who may have been uh, considered liberal voting against him. So I, interesting to see this 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 fold out. I, I didn't realize that uh, this was going to be an issue, uh, but uh, last night it was. So uh, still the vacancy is there uh, for Ward 3. Now what happens next is uh, still up in the air. I don't know if there's going to be you know another nominee made uh, and then the council votes on it again or what happens. But uh, you know it could possibly be nothing happens and does that seat stay vacant for two years uh who knows what happens uh, obviously never a dull moment that is <laughs> that is correct one commenter says via text never a dull moment also last night uh wasn't dull either with uh, uh the issue of the fire department coming up of course last week springfield city council you heard it here with the council roundup they approved uh a 130 million dollar budget but it included 1.4 million dollars in cuts 
to the fire department's budget. Uh, and Alderman Joe McMiniman, uh, he raised a, a concern with what he's been seeing reported, and I've seen the same type of messaging uh, on social media as well uh, with the firefighters' union saying that, uh, you know, uh, there's concerns that there's going to be layoffs and, uh, you know, other people sharing that message and saying that uh, it'd be horrible if a fire crew couldn't get to respond to a fire because there's cuts to the fire department's budget. But people supporting the cuts say it's just fair because of other departments across the state, uh, across the city's um, service spectrum, uh, having reduced line items, having reduced headcount. Uh, and the fire department, it's time to make those cuts uh, to bring in line with uh, with other departments. Uh, but Alderman Joe McMiniman raising concern with some of the rhetoric he's heard. I was watching TV last night and I, I saw our fire chief state that he was making rounds to the firehouses to prepare our firefighters for layoffs. And I just want to say that uh, I think that's very untimely. Why? Because we just approved over $40 million for the fire department, which starts a new fiscal year. And I believe there's four empty positions and expected eight retirements. So it just seems to me that at the start of a fiscal year, when we've just appropriated $40 million, it's way too early to be using that kind of language. So Alderman McMiniman uh, continuing on with his uh, criticism of the fire chief. I think it's inappropriate to uh, scare our newly hired firefighters in that way. I think uh, maybe one half year into the fiscal year, if we don't have this resolved, that might be the right time to start talking about that. And more from McMiniman. So I just think that our fire leadership has got to be much more careful with the language they use and the talk that they're talking. And uh, the fire chief gets up to respond. But by the, just by looking at the, at the math, uh, there wasn't enough money in there to keep enough firefighters on there. And I do think it's prudent for me to give people a heads up that when there's a possibility that there's not going to be enough money in the budget, to let them know that this is a possibility. I think that is absolutely responsible in the way that I should have done it. And more from the chief. I don't think that, I don't apologize at all for talking to my people and preparing them for something that might happen. But then Alderman McMiniman responding again. Um, that uh, you just repeated your mistake, chief, because you just said, quote, there is no way to avoid layoffs. You just said that again. And this here is the policymaking body. You're not the policy-making body, and I think it's unfair, inappropriate to scare our firefighters that way, especially the young ones who would be first to be laid off. And um, I think, it, in my opinion, it jeopardizes your position as fire chief to be so uh, callous and reckless at the start of a fiscal year to reach, to reach that ultimate conclusion that we're not going to have enough money by the end of the fiscal year. It just, it's just wrong. There was a lot more conversation last night about the fire department's budget. Uh, all kinds of voices chiming in on that, uh, including uh, Sean Gregory, uh, who ultimately uh, at the tail end here, uh, he did he, he made his point heard uh, that he doesn't want to see any cuts. I take the mayor at his word. 
of no layoffs. I take Mr. Redpath at his word of no layoffs, and, and, and I hope that you believe me when I tell you I, I don't stand for layoffs and I'm not going to support layoffs. So uh, I hope that we can keep working towards a, a solution for the citizens of Springfield, the growth of Springfield that we have, and we can be innovative and looking you know, down the line to make sure we're able to deliver this, this great service. So I appreciate you. That's the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west.